Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And all around me are familiar faces, worn out places, worn out faces, sick and tired of this anime bullshit. (laughs) Be honest with me, Ram. Did you look up the lyrics just so you could make that joke? I wanted to make sure I knew the second verse correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Because I, for me, it's one of those ones where I I didn't remember worn out places, right? Right. So I was like, is it just a bunch of faces? (laughs) Just a bunch of faces. Worn out faces. Worn out faces again. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, with a lot of modern, like, pop tunes, that, that isn't a bad guess, I don't think. Uh, and that's not just me being old, an old man, uh, who has very specific music taste. I genuinely, there is a lot of, like, very popular tunes that are the same, like, five words repeated over and over and over again. It's true, it's true. Uh, but yeah, no, Rem, another week, another day to watch, uh, some animes. And I'm feeling pretty decently because of our, uh, pre-banter. I feel very good with how well I did. Uh, even though the quiz wasn't all that I- impressive. Uh, for for non-patrons, Sean got to show how much of a weeb he is, and it turns out he's a weeb. So, uh, yeah. with, with that knowledge, uh, <laughs> with that now knowledge, they're never going to join the Patreon, Rem. Oh, no. Uh, what, what, what does your weeby self have in store for this week, Sean? Well, Remington, uh, last week we kind of had a bit of a controversial episode. Yeah. Uh, not controversial on our end, per se. Just controversial. I, I don't know. I, I, I had some pretty controversial opinions, despite agreeing. Yeah, <laughs> which is a wild thing to consider. So you'll have to go back and listen to that one if, you, uh, if you're if you curious on how that went. Uh, but I figured that this week uh, we would, you know, delve a little bit more into some controversy. <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. All right, awesome. Uh, but not the kind of controversy you're thinking of, Rem. Okay, what kind of controversy? Uh, this is a Remington controversy. Ah, oh, shit. What did I do this time? Uh, it's not so much what you've done, it's what you've said over a period of three years and many, many episodes. Oh, I've said a lot of things. You have said a lot of things. <laughs> we have literal, like, hours upon hours of content. Uh, but there's a show that a lot of people have recommended I show you because they are dying to hear your opinion on it. Like, they want nothing more in the world than to hear what you have to say about this anime. Oh, and I fun. thought, you know, it might be a good time to to break it out. It's a relatively recent one. Uh, it came out in fall of 2020 uh, for the first half. And then the second half was like uh, early 2021, if I recall correctly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's about one of your favorite subjects, Rem. Hmm. <laughs> yeah? Do you have any guesses on what one of your favorite subjects could be? You see, I... What I'm hoping for is like an honest answer of child murder. What I'm worried about is is the the dishonest fuckery of of sister fucking. So 
Well, it, it, it depends what direction you're taking it, really. Well, Rem, I will neither confirm nor <laughs> deny the involvement of any sister fucking in this anime. All right, uh, if there is, it is very well hidden. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, all right, cool, cool. And if anything, it's more more likely going to be like a brother fucking scenario. It's hard to tell, honestly. Uh, okay. Because, uh, Remington, we're going to be talking about one of your favorite subjects, which is uh, mystery. I like mystery. You do like mystery. Uh, psychological, it's it's described as. Yep. That, that's Got a bit plus. of suspense, yep. which is always fun. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, and it's historical as well, apparently. You know, I, I don't think there have been any good historical anime thus far, but, you know, the other the other descriptions sound good enough, so... I will say, I will say that historical seems like the least accurate descriptor of this anime. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. And you'll understand cool. once I tell you what it is. Uh, but nah, based on all of our previous conversations uh, involving mystery, I figured what better way to spend a week than talking about an anime simply titled uh, Yukoku no Moriarty. Uh, oh, otherwise, fuck. Otherwise called Moriarty the Patriot. Oh, no. It's your old favorite Sherlock, Rem. Oh, you're combining two of my least favorite things. All right, so for those who don't know, Sherlock (laughs) Holmes is one of my least favorite, like, iconic characters of all time. Like, they're shit. Uh, Mm. Almost every single rendition of Sherlock is shit. It's terrible. (laughs) Including a lot of the original Sherlock, frankly. Um, and then any future depiction. Because it's not like, wow, look at this really interesting, clever dude who thinks in interesting ways and is really observant. It's, wow, look, he's magic! (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? He's just really smart. No, but like, in a, but like, in a way that you'd have to be magic to actually accomplish, though, which would be fine if they're just like, yeah, he does it with fucking magic. But it's real annoying when they're like, oh, yeah, no, this is just how intelligence and observation works. It's fucking not. Hey, look, man. Anybody could have told by red dots on a body that he was killed by a jellyfish. They're very poor deductions because there's so many possibilities that are being blatantly ignored here. I, oh, fucking hell. All right. All right. Why, why, but, why is Moriarty a patriot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he recently got signed on the football team, and uh, he's planning okay, cool. on getting himself a ring you know, this year. Perfect, he's really going perfect. for it. Actually, a sports anime. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah, yeah. Never would have guessed. Uh, <laughs> uh, but weirdly, so I know how much you hate Sherlock, but I figured, hey, if there's one way for Remington <laughs> to enjoy a Sherlock-type thing, it's if we make the main character his arch-rival and the bad guy. And make Sherlock kind of like the antagonist of the series. I think they're just going to do the same bullshit, but edgier. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is just an excuse to do the same nonsense like, wow, look how smart they are. But this time be brooding and be like, oh, but good guy, he's actually so bad. Meanwhile, me, look how tragic and forlorn I am. Wow, I'm actually <laughs> far more reasonable than you ever would have thought. Like, shut the fuck up. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, uh, so you can see what I mean when I say historical seems like a bit of a stretch, right? I fucking hate this shit. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the this is the story of William James Moriarty, the second son of the Moriarty household, uh, who is uh, being a consult for the common folk. 
and uh, a great desire to destroy uh, the current state of British society. Sure. And so the show is him uh, going through and facing his, you know, his arch rival who he may, may want to scootily poop with. I'm not going to confirm or deny it, but it's definitely got those vibes. Uh, And just the story of Moriarty. Isn't that interesting, Rem? Moriarty shows up in, like, two of the Sherlock stories. Yeah, and he's barely relevant in either one. Like, he's a big bad, but... Well, I mean, I guess he, he is relevant for, like, good old, like, basically murder-suicide uh, with Sherlock. But even then, Sherlock just comes back anyways. It all, it doesn't, <laughs> none of it... Oh, God. All right. All right. All right. Well, hey, Rem, maybe this is this is a chance to find a Sherlock property that you actually enjoy. Maybe it's going to frame <laughs> like, it in a perspective whoa, that'll be like, you like, know what? Sherlock uh, is still horrible. But hey, at least, at least they tried to do something interesting with the IP. Maybe that's what you're going to have going for you in this one, Rem. I will be astonished, but it is possible. Okay. Well, with that in mind, Remington, I think that's <laughs> wait, all I need. Wait, we've said enough. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I mean, Rem, what more is there to say? Like, if you don't know who Moriarty is, you, you uh, know, you know what more there is to say, Sean. What's that? Sorry, you should say sorry for making me endure this nonsense. <laughs> Rem, I could have just straight up lied about the title of the anime. I could have, like, put a weird pronunciation on Moriarty and uh, made you think it was something completely different and not giving you the English title. I'm being upfront and honest with you. How much more upset would you have been if we had just gone into this and you found out it was a Sherlock-style thing? I'm already in the abyss. I have nothing (laughs) to offer. (laughs) Well, Rem, I would say I'm sorry, but at the same time, my guy... You have broken a lot of hearts. So maybe, maybe you should hire a consultant, a consultant of the common people, <laughs> William James Moriarty, to help you get through these tough times. What the fuck? So without further ado, Rem, let's go watch some Yukoku no Moriarty. Up next. Uh, so it, it will come to very little uh, surprise. I was a fan of Moriarty the Patriot. <laughs> Previously. You should say sorry for making me endure this nonsense. I would say I'm sorry, but at the same time, my guy, you have broken a lot of hearts. Now, back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after watching five whole episodes of Moriarty the Patriot. And Remington, have you come out of this experience with a whole new perspective on the universe of Sherlock Holmes? No. Oh. No, not at all. <laughs> but but Remington, it's completely different. How it's about the bad guy in Sherlock Holmes. Surely, surely this had <laughs> to have shifted your perspective. <laughs> um, alright. So okay. Alright. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh so it it will come to very little uh surprise. I was not a fan of Moriarty the Patriot. I thought the show was quite bad. Um, for many reasons. Oh, but surely, Remington, if you analyze the data of the show, 80% of you should be correct. 
Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. We'll get to that. Well, oh, you you knew. You knew I was going to have that in my notes. Uh, all right. We'll get to that. Uh, so, this has all the same problems as Sherlock and any overpowered anime nonsense where it's like, Wow, look, they're so perfect and amazing at everything. Um, which is both annoying and boring. Uh, so, you know, mm -hmm. it's just not good. Uh, but it, it combines that, right? It, it, it essentially, hey, do you want Sherlock Holmes? But like, like Sean, you know how there's Sonic the Hedgehog? And then did you ever play the Shadow the Hedgehog game? Oh yeah, where are they? <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog fucking guns. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, this is this is the cool Sherlock. <laughs> that, that's 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 what they did here. It's a cool Sherlock Holmes, man. This is it's an edgy. He's he's perfect and flawless, but he's also a total edge lord. Uh, and his brother is ready to shank you, and that's all the brother is there for. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the. Oh, who asked for this? It's like if somebody was like, oh, you know what? I I want, I really like Sherlock Holmes, but I also am, am existentially inspired by the Joker. Mm -hmm. So, uh, or even better, it's, it's like, hey, do you want secondhand Sherlock Holmes combined with secondhand Death Note? Because uh, at its core... Uh, especially thematically, that's what the show really is. We've got Sherlock Holmes at home. <laughs> yeah. And it wants to be like Death Note. Especially with the character motivations. Mm hmm Um, but a lot worse. Ooh. Uh, let's, uh, let, let's get started. Let's get started. Uh, we have a framing device where we have early 1900s, like, New York, and a kid is reading Sherlock Holmes, and... They show a picture of Moriarty, and it's, like, this uh, classic, like, book picture of an old man, Moriarty. And then that immediately transitions into, like, beautiful anime stud Mori <laughs> Moriarty. <laughs> this Moriarty fucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In a way that, like, old school Moriarty never could. No. Um, all right. And so, uh, after the framing device... We see a kid trapped in an alley. He gets captured, uh, and he fucking dies. Fuck you, kid. Uh, Moriarty is reading the news about this, and he's like, oh, man, it's a tragic affair, and they can't solve it. And it's like, oh, no. Uh, but he's like, but actually, I've already figured it out. Uh, you see, because of all of the kids, their parents' professions, uh, but what about the? there was one kid who didn't have a, a, any parents. He was an orphan on the outside, and he's like, aha. So, with the parents' professions, it means it's someone rich who would have come into contact with absolutely each one of them. And then, for the homeless one, there's exactly one window, only one, mm. that he would have been able to see it by. And fortunately, as we learn, there's only one guy who sits there all the fucking time. Uh, well, no, so... Rem, they said he doesn't sit there all the time, only whenever it's available. But, hey, fuck you, we know it's him now. <laughs> and so, I've just summarized... 50% of the episode. Uh, <laughs> um, it's all bad and dumb. Um, that's the whole, the whole mystery is just, aha, so it's you. And then he approaches 
the guy, and Moriarty is straight up just like, hey, bitch, you've been killing kids lately. <laughs> <laughs> like, in this public setting. where, And then the dude is like, I'm gonna get out of here. Because, like, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, that's what... What, what's this interrogation style, my dude? What the fuck? But evidently, the Earl, who is the guilty party, um, he sent, uh, he, he sent uh, a goon Moriarty's way to capture him on his way out. Uh, but Moriarty's brother, Lewis, he pops down with a knife, ready to kill the goon. Um, oh, yes, everybody's favorite character from classic Sherlock. <laughs> Good old Lewis. <laughs> Uh, and, and then the Earl is captured by Moriarty and brought to a foggy shack. I can't remember if they mention how they capture the Earl. Oh, they don't. They don't. They they care capture about that? they capture his like his hitman. Yeah, and then they just like assume, and therefore they capture the Earl too. Yeah, and I what? Uh, and then they they bring uh the Earl to a a foggy shack in the woods, and they let. Uh, the tailor whose son died, uh, from the Earl, uh, they let, uh, the tailor kill the Earl because, uh, oh, it's intense and that's what justice truly is. It's, it's, it's just weird. It's just weird. But Rem, it's got child murder. Shouldn't that be a plus in your book? I, you know, I don't know if it has child murder because I want you to look back at that kid, especially <laughs> when, after like the first scene. I think his name is like Roddy or some shit. Yeah, that's that's like a twenty-three year old man. I don't know. He looks... <laughs> that dude, you cannot convince me. He's short. He, He's short. That doesn't make him a kid. He looked about forty to me, honestly. He is so old. He's just a short dude. He's just a short adult man. Um. Anyway, so that's episode one. Not a great start. It wants to have this edgy sense of, like, true justice. And later on, we learn uh, the true motivation. But I'm going to talk about why the motivation is bullshit, right? Okay. Um, But I'll, I'll get there. Episode two, uh, we get this sort of, like, pre-opening, you know, like, uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender, oh, and the Fire Nation attacked, like, that kind of thing. We get that in episode two, except it's talking about... Uh, it's basically just woke as fuck. It's talking about imperialism, colonization, class divide, systemic inequality, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you know, very, very surprising. It doesn't really give a shit about any of that stuff, but it's interesting it brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wow, are these themes going to be explored? No, no. Um, they will pretend to explore exactly one of those themes. And and I emphasize that they only pretend to do so. <laughs> uh, so we see Moriarty in, uh, he's in a train and he's talking to a dude who's getting ready to gamble on some horse racing. And Moriarty is like, ah, yeah, easy, easy. Just bet on, on this horse, it's going to win. And we see a flashback to childhood Moriarty doing the same thing, telling adults like, hey, yeah, definitely just bet on this uh, this horse, right? And I thought there was going to be some, like, interesting scam here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. especially because there is famously, uh, a, a horse betting scam, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where, uh, it, 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 it's like, it's super interesting. It, it's just, you, you, you tell a bunch of people the answer, uh, but you give them different answers and gradually as you weed it out just by random chance, there will be a set of people 
who you've told the correct answer to, like, let's say, five times in a row. And then they're willing to accept that you know what's up at that point, even though it just happened to be that they were the few who got the correct answers every time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, super interesting. I was like, it could go this way. But, no, Moriarty, um, other than being the, the – he knows literally everything about everything and is the smartest kid ever from the age of nine up. Um, also, he is the most morally upstanding individual. Technically, he's an anti-hero, um, but e- even that is stripped of any possible nuance, right? Um, which we will once again get to. So yeah, it's, he's not scammy. It said, as as you alluded to, he's just like, oh yeah, no. Uh, if you use statistics, then you can just figure out which horse is gonna win like the vast majority of the time. Um, wait, oh, there's. Oh, all right. All right. Just skip, (laughs) skip in that. He's also asked for help on like every single topic from like botany to medicine. And in this flashback, he's like somewhere between like nine and 13, I want to say. Right. Um, And he knows everything about everything. So he's not just smart, smart, but he's well read. Also, he's an orphan. How is he this well read? Fuck you. Um, We... They, they play... All right, so we're already in a flashback, but then they play fast and loose with the flashback timeline. Mm-hmm. So we, like, see Albert, uh, Lord, Lord Albert Moriarty, who they've called, uh, like, brother previously. So we're like, all right, something's going to be up here. And he decides to adopt M- Moriarty and his brother. But, uh, well, but... It, before that, we see, like, him bringing Moriarty back, and there's, like, Lewis, the little brother, he's sick, and there's a really strict asshole butler, um, and there's also there's also a different, uh, Albert's blood brother is just evil, uh, there's a lot of exposition on the, on why they are adopting, uh, Moriarty and Lewis, right, mm-hmm. and it's because, essentially, the lord of the manor has the hots for someone else and who's been listening to like Carnegie's uh, prosperity gospel shit. So it's like, hell yeah, brother. Um, Albert learns that Moriarty has been helping criminals do criminal things against the rich uh, because Moriarty, as it turns out, he wants to eat the rich. (laughs) Uh, Straight up, that is his only philosophy in life. Now, you might think, wow, okay, so this could be a really interesting commentary on these class divides. Um, Except, no, because every rich fuck in this entire show, the way they talk is, oh, yes, well, we don't want to deal with these low-born scum. We are the rich folk and thus have no sense of morality. Those low-born scum, the absolute worst. Shall we Shall we murder an orphan, perchance? Yes, yes, let's go murder an orphan. It would be a lovely time. <laughs> As a treat, let's murder an orphan. Uh, uh, y- y'all might think I'm exaggerating, but I'm really fucking not. Every single rich fuck. Every rich fuck, except for our main trio, genuinely talks like this. <laughs> mm. And it's not like played for like, haha, goof, so, haha, what a uh, parody of how rich people view the world. It's like, that's just, they're like, yeah, here's here's a character. Yeah, pretty fucked, isn't it? It's like, I guess. <laughs> There's just, like, no subtlety at all. Um, 
but also the show wants to be taken very seriously. It's very strange. Uh, and then you might think like, oh, let's talk about these class divisions. But one, the, the strategy of murdering random rich people, because that's what it amounts to. Um, that is going to do nothing to handle the broader systemic forces of inequality that are responsible for the class conditions in the first place. Uh, you're just indulging in your own power fantasy. Uh, and then When was the French two, Revolution again? <laughs> it, it, it was definitely, uh, uh, before this. It was, it was in the, uh, 1800s, so. Well, no, wait, it would have been, I, I got caught up, uh, it would have been, one second, let, let me see, French Revolution compared to... Because uh, I think young Sherlock. Oh, uh, Fr French Revolution was um, I, I misspoke. It was it was the very end of the 17th century. Mm. Uh, no, the uh, the very end of the 18th century. So the 1700s. Uh, that, that's where I got a little bit screwy. Um, whereas uh, Sherlock, the time period was uh, early. Well. It would have been. It was uh, late. It would have been late. Yeah, late 1800s. So if, about a hundred years prior. Yeah, because uh, there's a hundred year difference. Yeah, if I remember there's correctly, uh, Moriarty's first flashback is like in 1866, I think. Yeah, so uh, there's a hundred year difference uh, b between them. Uh, ha hashtag. Uh, ha ha what 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 is it? Late generation. I can't remember. My brain's so. Fucking <laughs> We're not bad. hip with the kids. It's fine. We don't know how to use <laughs> hashtags. Le wrong generation. There we go. Uh, that's Moriarty. He wishes he was in the French Revolution. But here's the thing. The the commentary of, like, wow, these class divides, look how fucked the rich people are. It's not... Moriarty is like, I want to fuck over the rich people and view everyone equally. But then we are presented with only the single worst possible individuals of all time. So it doesn't really matter that they're rich because they are just the single worst people on the face of the planet. It'd be interesting if, if, if this is even like discussed in like Death Note, where it's like Death Note uh, lights going after like criminals and terrible people. But even then, there's times where it's like, I this is I don't know if this is the way this should all be handled, and like I don't know if you can be the judge of this kind of thing, right? Uh, in in Moriarty, no, Moriarty should be in charge. He knows everything. He makes the right decisions, and everybody against him is the single worst, most immoral person alive. It's like, cool. All right. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> really setting us up for an interesting story here. I mean, hey, if he's uh, right, he's right, uh, Remington. I don't see why we have to uh, why we have to argue. I mean, uh, clearly he's the best man for the job. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Albert comes to Moriarty seeing Moriarty being like, hey, fuck the rich people and a bunch of other poor people being like, yeah, eat the rich. Uh, and Albert's like, what's going on here? And Moriarty is like, Oh, eat, eat the rich. Are you in, Albert? Or are we going to eat your ass? And then Lewis pops up behind with a knife and is ready to shank a bitch. Um, and Albert's like, no, I'm, I'm down. I'm down for eating the rich. Fuck them rich folk. Um, so we go into episode three, right? Um, where we get more introduced to Albert's evil brother, who's just the most evil brother of all time. He stabs the, the maids and the servants um, he, he wants Moriarty to stab his brother, but Moriarty, cause he's just too, too moral, too upstanding, stabs himself in the hand with a fork instead. Um, then, uh, eventually, uh, what, what happens is that they catch the, the brother about to try and frame Moriarty and Lewis for, for doing bad stuff. But instead they're like, Hey, fucker, 
we, we've killed the parents, and now we're going to kill you. Uh, but Albert's going to be the one to do it. Fuck you, bitch. And then they burn the house down. Um, and then Lewis burns himself uh, for basically no reason. <laughs> <laughs> so well. they, they burn the house down, and they're all leaving. And then Lewis, who's been useless up till now, yeah. uh, is it, just like, but wait, guys. He picks up a, a flaming piece of wood and just shoves it in his face, right? And he's like, uh, and, and both <laughs> Moriarty and Albert are like, what the fuck are you doing, Lewis? <laughs> and he's like, this is to make it convincing. Uh, and Moriarty and Albert just seem to be like, didn't need to do that, Lewis. <laughs> and indeed, there's like no questions or even, I don't even think there are any comments by like the officers outside trying to put out the fire about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you might think, oh, but maybe it's for an interesting, like, character scar. Maybe it's a shitty explanation, because in the character design, they wanted an edgelord scar. No, not even that. Lewis is a total pretty boy. Yeah. His face is flawless. No scars. No, no, like, not even, like, they couldn't even go do a Zuko on him, could they? So why? Why did he burn his cheek so bad? I don't understand. To show that he's he's got a hard and difficult past. He, to test his resolve, or whatever generic edgy, uh... Lewis, Lewis is nothing but an extension of Moriarty. Speaking of, Albert is nothing but an extension of Moriarty. <laughs> Moriarty is literally the only character that matters. I want to really emphasize that. I mean, uh, which Moriarty are you talking about? Because technically they're all Moriarty's. Okay, it, it, technically they are all Moriarty's, but we, the, fa- the fact that I've been using a name common to all of them this whole time and everybody knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, it's the only Moriarty that matters. Because, yeah, William just doesn't sound right, does it? It doesn't sound right in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, that ends episode three. We end the flashback. Um, Moriarty gets to a new town um, where he'll be teaching as a, a math teacher. But first, at the start of episode four... We get uh, a sort of a, a, a scene separate from Moriarty, right? Mm-hmm. Where these these two lowborn parents, they're going to a fancy manor, and they ask the Lord for to, to allow them to use his doctor because their their infant child is going to die, right? Their their little toddler is gonna die, um, and the Lord is just like, I get fucked, <laughs> um. So, I don't think he uses those exact words, Rem, but... No, but that's the tone. So, uh, alright, everybody, guess who they're going to kill this episode, and uh, who they're going to get to kill them. Alright, perfect. Congratulations, you're correct. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's We figured it out. We solved the riddle. Um, Moriarty shows up, and uh, is invited by the Lord over for dinner. Has dinner where they learned that the lord needs heart medicine um and has a lovely garden uh the gardener is the father we saw in the flashback and his his wife and and he has a wife who also uh helps out and is a servant on uh on the mansion yeah Mm -hmm. and uh moriarty is like oh i immediately know what's up i know he's he's been told that she hates aristocrats and he's like ah yes because they killed her child. <laughs> I don't think there's a scene establishing how he knows that the Lord let her child die, but he does canonically, he knows that for a fact. 
so he, he's talking to the gardener later on at a bar, right? And he's like, hey, yo, heard about the kid. And the gardener's like, what the fuck? Why? This is not. What the fuck you, dude? <laughs> um, and then... Uh, I find the best way to confront uh, villains is to just yell at them about it in a public space. I just think it's the most appropriate yeah. Well, way. hey, th- this one, he's not yelling uh, at a villain. He's, he's just talking to the gardener at this point. No, he's just gardeners, talking villains, to dude. they're all the same to me. <laughs> I, I think every gardener is a little bit villainous. Yeah. Uh, but Poison Moriarty's... Ivy, come on, think about it. it. Makes sense. <laughs> Moriarty decides to be an asshole because Moriarty is like... So you just let your kid die, huh? And the gardener's like, there was nothing I could do. The Lord didn't uh, let us do anything, man. And Moriarty's like, nah, you weren't powerless. You let it happen. Which, like, what the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck? You let your kid die. What? So, Moriarty, was he supposed to kill the Lord then and there? And then go in with the Lord's blood on his hands and be like, hey, Doc. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that would have gone as well as you. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, you gotta eat the rich, but I'm rich, so it's fine. You weird, you weird, strange man, <laughs> Moriarty. Get the fuck out of here. Um. Anyway, they fe- they have another dinner date with the the Lord. They feed him some grapefruit, which fucks with his uh medication, and uh and and then he dies after an unnecessary weird little distraction. It's like. Implied to be necessary because it startles him where the wife grabs a knife and goes to stab him, but is stopped by the husband. Uh, but it, it's all it's all stupid and bad. And anyway, he, he dies. And then, I don't know, they just leave him in the middle of his own conservatory. Uh, and then immediately the gardener and his wife, they skip town to go work somewhere else at like uh, Mor- with Moriarty's recommendation. But I have to imagine, like, the gardener and his wife, like, they knew people in the town. And it's like, aren't they going to be like, man, isn't it weird that uh, that the gardener and his wife, that they skipped town immediately after the Lord. They both despised and really wanted dead, you know, after the whole uh, letting their kid die incident. Uh, after the Lord died under very mysterious circumstances. Huh. Huh. <laughs> like, <I> thought. <laughs> but genuinely, they just sort of don't care. A lot of shows will be like, how do we cover up this blatant murder? This one just doesn't, it just skips it. This show will skip both the solving and any fallout from it. It, it gets, it's, it has resolution, conclusion. That's it. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, and then we get to episode five. Um, episode five, we open uh, similar to episode four with another scene that, uh, it serves as exposition for what we're about to see. And it's a woman dancing on a bridge in the rain before she falls into uh, the waters below. And I'm going to say it. I need to say it. It's pretty weird fucking water. <laughs> um, it's weird water. Why do they keep doing the CG water in non-CGI shows? I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't understand. Budget and I reasons. dislike it. But dude. I feel like there's each, just put put fucking blue in there, all right? Just <laughs> just blue that shit. That's fine. That's and water. then add a, add a couple like upside down seagulls to service the <laughs> waves. You know what I mean? There you go, water. Like that's better than this CGI nonsense. Um, uh, it's ugly and hideous, and I hate it. Uh, anyway, uh, while teaching math, uh, Moriarty is like. 
hey, yo, uh, Tate, where's your buddy Lucian? And he, Tate's like, oh, he's sick, you know? And Moriarty is like, all right, I'm gonna stop by. And Tate's like, oh, God, you don't need to do that at all. Uh, Moriarty stops by, surprise, surprise. It turns out Lucian wasn't sick, but he's been gone for three days. And also, Tate and Lucian are both definitely fucking, but don't worry about that for now. Um, like, not canonically, but also definitely canonically. Um, yeah, it's England in the, you know, 19th century. You're not allowed to talk about those things. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Lucian, a student, has gone missing for three days, and it's very strange and worrying. Um, as Moriarty ponders the news he just received, we meet Dudley Bale, an am administrator at the school. Uh, and Moriarty is like, hey, a student's gone missing for three days. And Dudley's like, ah, probably don't need to worry about that. And Moriarty's like, I think it's something that pro we probably need to look into. And Dudley's like, ah, kids are kids. They go missing sometimes for multiple days. And Moriarty's like, I think maybe we call the police. And Dudley's like, nope, I don't think that is a good idea at all. Let's not get the police. You know, they're going to think. The students here will think we're just such sticklers if we call the police. And Moriarty's like, huh, so you're the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> I just... <laughs> I hate this fucking show, dude. Oh, God. That's how the dialogue goes. Um... We learned some background that really does not matter. That the dancer on the bridge, her name is Frida. She and Lucian loved each other, and she got pregnant, and they proposed, and everything was fine. Um, blah, blah, blah. But that Dudley drugged and killed her, and that he has Lucian drugged on uh, opiates down in a basement. Um, so Moriarty, he gets Moron and Fred, uh... Which you might be wondering, Morin and Fred, where'd they come from? Fuck you, they're here now. <laughs> um, and also, they, they send letters to Morin and Fred. They've already saved Lucian. They've yep. already, by the way, they saved Lucian. Yep. Uh, now you might wonder, wow, how did they save Lucian? Genuinely don't worry about it. They just did it. They show up in the scene and they're like, oh yeah, he's in the carriage. <laughs> You know that kid we were worried about? You know, the one this episode's plot is about, about saving and whatnot. Um, we saved him off screen. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? This is not how you tell stories. No? No, you don't set up things and then, you know, end them? <laughs> so then we get a scene, it's nice and foggy, right? And Lucian is is by the bridge and uh dudley shows up and dudley's like hey you called me bud but like is he not i don't know it's a real weird scene the guy you kidnapped then went missing but you think he's the guy you kidnapped disappeared from your custody but then you think he sent you a letter what the fuck is going on here um but then before uh before dudley can figure out what the fuck's going on frida the dancing girl who committed suicide she emerges from the waters and Dudley's like, what the fuck? I killed this bitch. And Moriarty's like, aha, so you admit it, which is like unnecessary because they were going to kill him either way. Yeah, you don't need a confession when you're already planning on axing a dude. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, that, you didn't need the confession. Look, that's how you die to the mountain, right? Like, that's just a bad way to go about things. Uh, So uh, he's like, now you shall dance your way over the bridge. 
And Dawes was like, what the fuck do you mean? And uh, turns out Frida was Fred, by the way. That's why Fred was involved. Um, mm. I, that's all I'm going to say about that. But then Morin, he, his job is to take a gun and just snipe. Not so he kills Dudley, just so he makes Dudley dance. Um, and so that he dances in such a specific way to yeet himself over the bridge. Um, and I shall not clarify any further. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, also, I, I should admit, there is, a, like, a weird exposition dump as they're talking to Dudley, where they're like, oh, hey, by the way, we figured out the mystery where you had, you said you had hospitals, but they were actually brothels, and that's the way you got the opiates, and thus you were, uh, drugging uh, a bunch of people after they were betting your, your prostitutes, and then you were taking them and, uh, and, and drugging them until they off themselves or some shit. And it's all done in, like, a single minute of exposition dump where they're like, oh, hey, here's the, like, solution to this mystery, um, or something. Who knows? <laughs> this show has some of the worst storytelling I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so you're saying it doesn't do the Sherlock universe justice? Amazingly, no. <laughs> and I don't think... That's very hard. The Sherlock universe, not a very high bar, if I'm going to be honest, y'all. Um, y'all know how I feel about it. But this, oh, it doesn't even make it over that low hurdle. It's, oh, it, it's like a weird style of pretending to be a serious mystery, but actually being more of, I don't know, an action drama? <laughs> a really edgy action drama. That instead of monster of the week, it's evil aristocrat of the week. Um, none of the characters matter. None of them are interesting. You'll notice how I got through this without describing any of their character traits besides Moriarty being perfect in every way. Mm. Be Moriarty's perfect in every way. The rich people they kill are the most evil of all time. And that sums it up. I've given you the characterization for the entire show. <laughs> Well, you see, Rem, that's not actually the entire story, unfortunately, because there is one thing that people are going to be upset at me for in regards to this episode. They're going to say I didn't show you enough episodes. You know why, oh. Remington? Why? Why? Because why? Sherlock doesn't show up until about episode seven. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sure he's he's really fleshed out. <laughs> yeah. He's such an interesting character. But don't you want to see how Moriarty himself views Sherlock and how uh, his his rival in this world is going to, like, unfold? And how... I don't know. It's probably just going to be like, hey, Sherlock, you're a bootlicker. And then that, that's it. <laughs> and how it definitely doesn't start telling all the same Sherlock stories primarily from the perspective of Sherlock. <laughs> There's no worry. There's no way. And they definitely don't try to... Uh, make it edgy and interesting by changing the name of the mystery of a study in Scarlet to a study in S. I, I, I cannot emphasize how this show mashes up multiple things that I dislike, and then it does all of them worse. <laughs> Truly, it's impressive if you think about it, Ren. I, I, would, I would say, I will, to sort of defend it, mm -hmm. I think you could find some enjoyment from this show through a sort of hate watch. <laughs> this show, it, I think it might be in that category of like so bad it, it might be amusing to watch just by like hanging out with, with your friends and ripping it apart. Like it might be in that category 
Um, I I'm not interested in trying that. <laughs> well, you don't wanna you don't wanna make this a thing where we just actively watch it together and uh, do everything in our power to destroy it from the ground up to make all the fans of the show uh, weep in their. Uh, and their sadness of how you I'm, feel. I'm just terrified because you're, you're what you're about to do is tell me that it's rated eight point something, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Well, Remington, if you had to guess, what do you think uh, Yukoku no Mariachi uh, has in terms of a mouth score? I think it's a good. All right, it, it it's edgy and it pretends it's smart because it has a smart protagonist, and a lot of weebs can't tell the difference. Uh, a lot of the weebs. <laughs> Can't tell the difference between a show that is intelligently written and just a show that has a character who the show is like, hey, but look how smart they are. Um, and they want to see themselves as smart and see themselves as that character. So at least eight. But guys, I would rate this like a 2.5. So surely you guys can't like... <laughs> you gotta level with me a little bit. 8.1. Okay. No, just 8.0. 8.0. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on, weeps. You're trying to get them to restore faith in you, huh? Uh, or you're trying to find faith in the weeps, rather. Uh, I'm I'm trying to have hope in them. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Which it's not much hope because it's still over fucking eight that I'm guessing, which is it, uh, it was just ridiculous. But okay, well, Rem, uh, it's a relatively new show, all things considered. Uh, first started airing in 2020 with a second part in uh, 2021. Okay, then I'm gonna say 8.1 actually. Oh, and lock that. And why is that? Newer means that people are still enamored over it. Ah, recency um, bias. They haven't, uh, some of them just haven't realized how terrible it is yet. So uh, I'm not going to change it much, but I'm going to go back to my 8.1. All right. Well, it only has about 104,000 ratings. And uh, Moriarty the Patriot is sitting nice and pretty at 8.12. Fuck. Oh, fuck, I hate that I was so... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why? I think it's because of all the reasons you mentioned, man. It's edgy, and the boys are pretty. <laughs> like... I hate this shit. Oh, and I'm looking at a picture of uh, of uh, Lewis now, and he does have a cheek scar, but it's so faint and so small that it's hardly relevant. And genuinely, I wouldn't be surprised if they forgot to draw it in some frames. I don't fucking believe... I don't believe... What the fuck? I ain't never, I ain't never see. All right, I Google Louis Moriarty. Is it? And it's like it's in some images. I guess he covers his face most of the time, so it's not as it's obvious. Dumb as fuck. Get the fuck out of here. I hate. Yeah, you no, all. that's a that's very much a pretty boy scar. Like it's it's in such like a perfect alignment with his cheekbone and his uh and his mouth that it's like oh that's just his that's just his ed. It is. It is delightfully absurd that that is the uh, character choice they decided to go. They should have gone all out. They should have gone full Zuko with it, and then I would have had some respect for it. So I suppose, Remington, the final question to ask, is there any chance, any chance you'd like to watch a little bit more of Moriarty the Patriot? No. No? Nope. Not, I, I, maybe eventually I'll be down to, to hate watch it and just make fun of it, but. Not even to try then. and see, uh, see how they do Sherlock in this one? How do you think they're going to do Sherlock? I, I cannot emphasize how, how little I give a shit. Did you guess he's going to be a hot boy? Because you're right. <laughs> well, I mean, I, that's, that's a given, Sean. That is... I mean, nope. That is self-evident. Nobody 
Uh, nobody who's a main character is not allowed to be hot in this series. That's just the way it goes, unfortunately. They, yeah, they, yeah. If if you're not a main character, then fuck you. If you're a main character, then you're sexy. Look, if if fucking uh, Mycroft Holmes is just as pretty as Sherlock Holmes and anybody else, then I think you've got a problem with your Sherlock uh, characterization. And Mrs. Hudson should not be that young and pretty. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, but yes. So with that. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy Remington uh, ripping into the classic detective tale, then please head on over wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify. And it really does mean the world to, uh, uh, the world to us, and we do read every single one. And if you'd like to support us more directly, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash context where both myself and Remington do play games on the internet and are usually very, very bad at them. But if that is not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext, where you can gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to have your name read aloud on the podcast. So, Remington, who are we thanking this week? Well, of course, we would like to send our regards to all of our magical girls, as well as our bland bitch protagonists, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we reach the Yandere waifus, who, through their infinite intellect, uh, are going to give us a bunch of money, but then, whoops, eat the rich. Uh, and on that list, we have Alex, uh, a great incomprehensible jumble of, of, of symbols that ends with smiley face B. Um, so, wow. I don't know, I don't know what you expected for that one, but I, I don't, uh, that's all I can do. Uh, Xanax, Yandere Neko, you hear. Walk me home gently, VTubers ruined my YouTube algorithm, Vainy Jordan, Yuliana, Sundere Dragon, Totally God, The Susanator, Sticky Jelly, Sorry Mother, Silent Secondary, Senpai Go Uzai Kuhai, Nohanashi is everything I wished it would be, Sarah Birch, Sammy Pritchard, Salty Pretzel, Reverse Shark, Remington, Do Wand Length next here. Oh, that, all right, you know what? That, writing that one down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Unironically, thank you so much. Uh, Remington needs to know what happens to Abdul's chickens. Also, part three bath scene is better than part four bath scene. Hayato, I don't know what you're referencing right now. Um, Remington Merrill, I, like, I'm sure it's something we watch, but I don't know. Ready to be isekai'd. Uh, PSA 4, ADHD can make things, easy things, hard to do, like updating a patron name. And that's okay. Check out how to ADHD on YouTube. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, no waifu, no laifu. Navi, moist and gaping is how I like my caves. Mike the Mutilator, Matthew Drum says Reb's a bitch. Makachap92, Luke E.O., Luke Offenberger. Lucifer, Lonely Geek 23 locked in Daddy Rum's basement, don't send help. Kazum Rocco, KZ Mosley, Just a Traveler. Joey Wheeler says, hey, Yugs, believe in the me that believes in the yous. Your drill will one day pierce the heavens. Uh, Joey takes some of my energy for the Toradora Christmas specials, Christmas episode Spirit Ball. Uh, Jax, if the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists. Ichigo Sim 015, I, Remington, enjoy Moe Lolly Girls. Uh, I have no idea what my name should be, so I'm lazy. I got high and watched Forest Fairy 5. Uh, I believe in Taiga Isaac's supremacy. I am thankful for the quintessential quintuplets white swords cards coming out. What are you thankful for, Sean? Sean, what are you thankful for? Uh, I am thankful... Uh, for our lovely editor, Dylan, who has to put up with our crap. Hell yeah, Dylan, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for editing this episode at 3 a.m. on Thanksgiving. Cool! Wait, no, you can't just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dylan, I'm sorry! 
<laughs> I, aha, uh -huh, you thought this was another Green Day repeat, but it was me, Dio. Hunter Davies. Hey, Rem, let me tongue punch your fart box. Uh, there's a lot of sexual tension between me and the patron names. It seems uh, like it. Hi, you thought it was Dio, but it was me, Perfect Blue Psychological Roller Coaster. Uh, good job, says Visica. Glenn Michael Dolan. Coastly Bishi, character, character ASMR has ruined my life. Fuck of love, Fox and Boy. Friend the Dude Man, Fallen Ghoul. Dylan Hayden. Data Type. Dark Swarm 713. Danny Morabito. Saspolsky. Get a bim. Mogiaglakta. Jackie. Jackie. Anime, not squeaky. Is that fucking dark speech? What is that? Ogladalblum, snuggle, mixes online. I said something about Sword Art Online, one million percent. Oh, yeah, no. You probably said something like it's your favorite anime or something. Yeah. Creed 13, Cody, Shy 900, Christian Moss, Cheese Monkey, Cage in the House, Rock Hard for Geodudes, Ariel Bird, Anime by In Context, Andrew Rauke, Elise Howard, Alpha Weeb. All Farmer Wants for Christmas is, uh, All Farmer Weeb Wants for Christmas is a Toradora revisit. AJ Honey and Adam McLaughlin. Thank you guys so, so much. Moving on, we're going over to Hogwarts for our boy wizard tier, where everybody is going to get the star of Harry Potter. Uh, you may say the barrel has fallen into the abyss. I ever say it was made in abyss. Uh, you, you know, I've heard that the star of Harry Potter, uh, that, uh, that he, he cried on set all the time. It, uh, Daniel Sadcliffe, I believe. Um, oh, God. I, that's, what? <laughs> that's, what the, that's what you meant. I was so confused, but now I understand everything. Warning you if you've reached the bottom of the barrel, the star of Harry Potter would always dress as a lumberjack. It, yeah, that's it was Daniel Platcliffe. Uh, Tony Valenti. Uh, uh, what, 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 what a boy. What, what an absolute uh, man. Uh, uh, a true winner. That's a Daniel Chadcliffe. Uh, Sean, I have to admit that I watch Boku no Pico in my free time and I love it. Um, you know, not, we don't want to overexpose the star. Maybe just, uh, uh Daniel Tad, Cliff. <laughs> just a uh, little Rem's, bit. <laughs> uh, Rem, Rem's big toe. Uh, you know, uh, it only makes sense being in a school, uh, that, that also, uh, uh by the end he became Daniel Grad, Cliff. Uh, Except he never gamer. did. He never did. Hey, listen here, fucker. Uh, uh, Pocket Gamer 513. Uh, do you hear Raid Shadow Legends and Audible? That's right. It's Daniel Adcliffe. Uh, <laughs> well, we're never getting those sponsors. P.I. Uh <laughs> P. I. Mayor. Uh, the star of Harry Potter would actually filmed uh, the entire third movie inside of a garbage bag. That's right. It was Daniel Gladcliffe. <laughs> uh, Pilkster the Simpho Gear Advocate. Uh, the, the star of Harry Potter actually really wanted to be in Frozen, uh, playing Olaf. Yeah, that's right. It's Daniel Josh Gadcliffe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God, that shouldn't have made me laugh as much as it did. Uh, Mitzrar, uh, the star of Harry Potter chased all of the latest trends. That's right. It's Daniel Fadcliffe. Uh, M.T. the Poet. Uh, you know, boys will be boys, but there's been some very questionable humor. Uh, from the star of Harry Potter. Yeah, that's right. It's Daniel Ladcliffe. Uh, Momo the Griff. Um, y you know, I, I just don't think he's that great. That's right. It's Daniel Badcliffe. Uh, Miguel Delion. Uh, while filming the movies, the star of Harry Potter actually became a devout communist. That's right. It's Daniel Comradcliffe. Uh, Justin Kessinger. Uh, while the, the star of, uh, Harry Potter has uh just just had a child that's right it's daniel dad cliff oh 
Uh, I live in Ogden. Yes, that one. Oh, wait. And their child has just had a child. That's right. It's Daniel Granddad Cliff. Oh, oh they grow up so, so fast. fast. Uh, <laughs> I found how to ADHD helpful and inspiring. Kickstarter of the week four. No active ADHD Kickstarters. Instead, here's a cooking one. Building soup. Building soup. Okay, yeah. It, it's just, you know, cooking journey through the framework of soup. Soup's Learn how to good, make soup, so, y'all. You know, that's not um, and, and, you know, I, I like um, some some good, uh, a little little sea fish soup, maybe. Uh, so, so does the star of Harry Potter. That's why they call him Daniel Crawdadcliffe. Uh, Hinata is a ball of sunshine. You get, uh, uh, you know, that the star of Harry Potter, um... He actually, he's a wanderer of sorts. Um, he, he, he's always always traveling to new locations. That's why they call him Daniel Nomad Cliff. Uh, Jen, 6S tier. Minion, Sean Doof, that's it. No one else competes. Also, x <laughs> Torador Revisit, Lord Brock Doof. Uh, you know, he, he loves tinkering, the star of Harry Potter. That's why he is Daniel Doodad Cliff. <laughs> uh, for cl- Christmas, please revisit Toradora up to and including the Christmas episode. Jesus, that they keep. There's more of them. That they, they they it grows uh by 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 the week. Uh, but you know, speaking of growing, trees grow. Um, and uh and and the Star of Harry Potter actually loves trees. In fact, I think he might be a a, a kind of of spirit of the trees. That's right. It's Daniel Dryad Cliff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Darth Darth Pikachu. Uh, Darth, Darth Pikachu, uh, y- you know, the, the star of, of, uh, Harry Potter actually, uh, actually was close friends with Clippy, the, the helpful clip, uh, in word processors. That, that's why they call him Daniel Notepad Cliff. Uh, mm, mm. uh Beethoven 12, don't worry about it. Uh. Don't worry about it. Uh, Beethoven 1201. Um, you know, uh, Daniel, uh, the, the, the star of Harry Potter, he actually uh, ignores a lot of human rights abuses. That's why they call him Daniel Riadcliffe. Hey, love you, Saudi Arabia. I, uh, but... uh, uh, <laughs> I, oh boy. Uh, and Aaron Hagland, um, you know, you are going to get, um, God damn, he the the star of Harry Potter, he's just so damn cool. It's Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we reach the Chefano Musco tier, the highest of all tiers. Uh and uh, uh th- th- this time, uh you, you all have your own own mystery to solve. Alright? Uh so we have Tucker Schmidt. Uh you get magnets. How do they work? Uh Silicone Spectre, you get, uh, I, I'm expecting these answered, by the way. So, Tucker, um, expect an essay on magnets as soon as reasonably possible. Mm-hmm. Um, like, likewise, uh, Silicone Spectre, um, you know, if you could figure out, like, the Zodiac Killer a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you can start with Ted Cruz, but we, we want some, like, definitive. Proof. Definitive stuff, Yeah. Uh, Pope of the Church of Remington Chase. Um, you know what? What the fuck? What? what, what what's up with the DB Cooper stuff? What's, what's oh, going Jesus. on there? You know. <laughs> um, I I suggest testing it out on your own plane and seeing 
how that goes. And lastly, uh, my my dear old mom, uh, the mystery I pose to you, um, I, I'll go a little bit easy on you. Why do bad things happen to good people? So Jesus Christ! There we go. <laughs> a couple. I expect nothing too intense. Uh, Chef and Musco tier. Uh, just. Ten pages, single spaced. Single spaced citations. I'll count the citations in the page count. Oh my um, Christ! And and so I uh, expect that by Monday morning. So uh, good luck. I'm excited. Uh, I I like to think we're we're doing good things. Unironically, with our Patreon. you gave the easiest one to the magnets guy. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even need to cite insane clown posse. Like he's fine. How how, how do they work? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, thank you, thank you absolutely every one of you. If you would like to reach out to us, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConBot on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love you all very much. Happy Thanksgiving, and as always, don't fuck your sister. As it turns out, Dylan wants to eat the rich. <laughs> this twink fucks. It is currently 3.25 in the morning on Thanksgiving. I've got to be up in a few hours to do all the cooking, and I'm just wrapping up the episode, and Windows decided that it absolutely had to update, despite the fact that I requested the update be delayed for another 24 hours. So I lost a lot of the um, the fun little edits that I had set for this episode, and I'm too damn drained to uh, to to bother to uh, to fucking to words to words to words. Yes, I'm too fucking drained to words. Uh, I can't be fucking asked. However, um, I figured I would just jump in right here at the very end to give a little music recommendation. Since there aren't going to be any fun little weird edits, um, I'm going to recommend a band, Folk Hogan. They're a Utah band. They're kind of folk punk. They're kind of just whatever the hell they are. They've got a banjo player. They've got a mandolin player. They've got, I think, two guitar players. They've got a bassist. They've got a drummer. And everyone in that band puts on such a live show. I mean, the banjo player ends up splitting his fingertips occasionally, and blood's flying everywhere. And then you get blood in your eye, and then you're like, oh my god, there's banjo player blood in my eye. What the fuck? Uh, and then you go and you get a bright pink folk fucking Hogan fanny pack at the end of the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>